through the night. She just wanted to tip, no advice on the side of the road. What's the risk? Roll the dice. If they catch us, I don't care because we all gonna die. Welcome to Poor Talk. This is the true story of three strangers picked to work to camp together and have their lives monitored. I was gonna stop being polite and start getting real. I'm Eric. This is Miss Page Lee. Easy telling, Pops, Papito, the DMV's finest, Mansfield's finest, Fredericksburg's finest, Brock Road Elementary, Valley Victorian class of 06. Back at it again, another week. Back at it again, another week. Back at it again, another week, three times, so you know we're back at it. No big deal. <laughs> um, exciting news, S finally got his Porch Talk merch. It looks pretty good. Yes, um, sir. More things on the way. Can't tell you, but something's coming fall-based. Um, I'll finish that eventually, and then it'll it'll happen. That's all I'm going to say about beanies. it. Because a beanie would be tough. We actually could do a beanie. Like a beanie with the little dangling puff. I'd wear that. A puff? Puff at the top of the beanie? I I don't know if those are even in style. Oh, I'm still wearing a beanie with a puff at the top. Yeah, I don't. I mean, a lot of people wear. I don't even know how people wear those beanies where it's like very tight on their head and then they have it folded up. Can't do that. Yeah, I also don't like that look. I just don't think I could pull it off mostly. It's a shame we missed the snapback ever because we could have made a we could have made a nice snapback. Yeah, I was I'm going through all the stuff that I have in my room to like what I'm gonna take with me to move, and I was looking at snapbacks and I put one on and I was like, it just looks really weird on me right now. <laughs> it does, and that was such a hot era for like two years, 2011 through 13. Bro, those memes where like people have the whole fit that match it. You got the snapback onto your fucking belt loop. Like, oh, good times. Yeah. Was that also the same time that people were wearing beanies, but like on the edge of their head, like T.I. style almost hanging off, but not really? Oh, I hope not. We do nothing that T.I. does here. Whoa. Mm. Not, not, <laughs> not we. <laughs> T.I. almost run the six. Well, he said go. Hmm. Yeah, so some fall stuff coming. Probably, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Damn. The thing is, I feel like what? I wouldn't be mad at a puff jacket. A little, I don't think we could do a puff jacket. A little puff jacket with a porch talk logo instead of the North Face. That would be lit. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be like 180, is... but it'd be lit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if that's quite. probably wouldn't run 180 because you're paying 180. You're paying 140 for the North Face sign alone. You could probably get the puff jacket for like 40. I'm looking at all the things they have available. I mean, you can get your own backpack. You can get mugs, duffel bags. Damn. Pop sockets. Remember when pop sockets were a thing? I do. Can I, can, before, we really get, before we really get started, started, can somebody explain to me what the purpose of a drawstring bag ever was? It was literally free swag. That's it. Because, like, I have never liked a drawstring bag. And I feel like that's the first thing somebody's ready to give you a draw. How many camps and combines I went to the drawstring bags. When you like go to colleges and for orientations or meetings, they give you a drawstring bag. Your jobs give you drawstring bags. Like, I don't want this shit. I mean, I feel like it's good to um, it, it's good if they give you a lot of shit that you can carry. Like that's I feel like that. And it's just like relatively cheap if you're buying multiples in bulk. Yeah, they literally give you the drawstring brag to carry home all the shit that they gave you that you don't need. Stop being cheap motherfuckers and give me a real book bag. Put a Nike For, sign on. <laughs> that's what happened on camp. As soon as we left the next year, they were like, oh, we're going to give all our staff backpacks now. Oh, cool. yeah, that was tough. Cool. 
bet once we're gone. What do you mean? We were the we were the age of the water bottles. Stop tripping. Oh, the those classic water bottles. <laughs> uh, I still have mine. Yeah, I still have mine as well, somewhere around here. Uh, I think I threw mine out because I did something weird with it. I forgot what. What does that even mean? <laughs> I think like oh, we could do beanies and dad caps and snapbacks and trucker hats. Um, I think I like went to use Elmac gave me like fucking vegan protein because I needed protein powder. Mm. First of all, vegan protein powder, garbage. But I think I mixed it and might have left it or forgot about it. I had to throw it away. Something bad happened. Is a trucker hat different than a baseball hat? Yes. Yeah. Never knew that. Trucker just has that exposed like mesh in the back. Huh. Baseball cap's like a dad cap in it. Yeah. That's what's back in style. That'll never go out of style. Beanie could definitely be done. And it's embroidered. What's I'm talking about? Yeah, that could be cute. Um, so yeah, fall fall things coming soon. Probably cycle out like half of the stuff that's in there. Either get rid of the regular or the premium versions of stuff. I don't know. We'll see. First things first. What should we talk about? Oh yeah, let's just do a little weekend update. Classic, classic weekend update. It was my birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm now 26. Old as shit. Old as shit. Um, there were tequila shots involved. And mm-hmm. I have not done a tequila shot in a minute. And of course, those were the only shots that people decided to take videos of. So looming around the internet is just these terrible ass videos of me making these god-awful faces from having to drink like bottom shelf tequila. Oh, God, it was terrible. Um, I remember most of it, thankfully. But it rained the whole time, so I was inside. But hit up Patty, what's the usual? The worst part of my entire birthday was on the actual birthday when I had to go eat dinner with my parents. Hungover. Mm. And I don't even get hungover. But at that point, like, the amount of alcohol I had, I had to be hungover. And they made my favorite meal... I could barely eat it because I was so nauseous. So I like oh. stuffed down chicken and dumplings, and I couldn't even enjoy it. It was so sad. Yeah, that does not sound like a good hangover meal that I'd want to eat. No. Mm-mm. And I had, I just, ugh, I couldn't even enjoy them. I was so excited, and I can't do leftovers, so I didn't bring any home. Unless it's buffalo chicken dip, but that's not a thing. Nope. As what did you uh what did you get into? I'm not even gonna cap. All I did all week was watch the grassy and football. I I got cozy in this seat, did nothing but that. Went to a job interview, you got a job at AutoZone. It's kind of bullshit, but I'm gonna do it to make some money and get out the house. And all I did was watch the grassy and football. Look at you getting another job. Yeah, you know, I'm out here doing my thing. How long do you think you'll last at this job? Probably through the end of the year. Ah, it depends because this I'm going to do some delivery driving for them while doing the manager and training because that's going to take my pay from 1105, which was like nothing to 1345. So I told her I'd take the manager and training, which she was trying to hire me for. Even though I really just wanted to do the delivery because then I could just be in the car listening to my music, driving from shop to shop, dropping off parts, which is way less work than the other one. But I was like, all right, whatever. Um, it depends on how this job goes. If this job's chill and it's like whatever, then I'll stay. But if it's not, 
if the job ain't chiller than UPS, I'll go back to UPS. UPS kind of got terrible conditions and terrible hours, but they pay real good money. So mm-hmm. I'd go back to UPS if this shit is boring and sucks. Yeah. Well, we might have to like a pool, see how long we think you'll last that uh, AutoZone. I'll probably stay the whole year, though. Because it's easy money. I mean, I don't, I don't see the Mansfield AutoZone getting flooded. So, like, I'll be in there chilling. I don't know, man. People want those truck parts, you know? People do want their truck parts. The amount of stupid shit I've had to go into an auto zone and ask is uh, embarrassing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be answering none of your questions. I'm in the back on the computer bullshit. Oh, okay. Good for you. Yeah, so what did I do? I flew home Friday? Yeah. Hung out with Anthony and Jordan. Talked to them. Great, great time. Hilarious stories. Story. Couldn't tell you what the fuck we talked about, but like just just some great shit. And then what happened? Saw some family, watched the Eagles lose. So, you know, pretty decent weekend overall. Fox, Fox, Fox. No real complaints. So first topic first, low key, low key. TikTok's been collaborating with people on t- or no, Six Nine's been collaborating with people on TikTok and people yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's been a big fucking deal too. Why? Because of all the like, rape out al- like underage rape allegations. There was this girl. Her name's Olivia Ponton or something like that, and she's like a 17, 18 year old girl, and she was doing the TikTok dance to his song and literally shaking her ass, literally just on top of him. So everybody like blew up about it because that's not very like role model of her to be doing that because of all his allegations, blah, blah. So she like got canceled over the weekend. So that was exciting to watch. Canceling people. Mm-hmm. And she wound up deleting the TikTok. But then also she's not like acknowledging it. She just keeps posting like it's normal. Hey, that's what you got to do. Don't let these people who think they have a voice start doing shit. That's what no, I'm sorry. saying. Like, there's no need to post an apology video if you're not sorry for what you did. So, but yeah, he went to the high house and like collabed with one people and stuff. And then he was actually a guest on the um, Impulsive podcast. Is it? Was he like promoting his album? Because I knew that dropped recently. Yeah, that's why he was doing so many collabs. The shit flopped, but I mean, <laughs> we knew it was gonna flop. So. I feel like he should have dropped the album. I mean, he was he's been out for a while now, but I feel like he should have dropped it. Right around the time he got out. Hell no, it would have flopped even bigger. Really? Absolutely. Because everybody in the streets know not to fuck with 6 9 And I feel like it's generally the white kids or people who aren't the suburban kids. We won't call them white. We'll call them suburban kids who like will still listen to 6 9 But those are also the kids who are easily influenced and get their music from like social media influencers or people on YouTube or people on fucking the Spotify playlist. And Spotify is definitely not going to promote his shit, and he's mad about that. So the closer to jail, the less you probably would have even known about it. Mm-hmm. Since he's been out for a while, he's had time to like link up with people, and some of them were giving him a little clout. So at least this time, some people knew he was going to drop his shit. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about people hating on like suburban kids, and like they don't like that um, like demographic for their fans. But listen, the suburban kids are the ones that are coming out to your show, so like you can't hate on the suburban kids. Yeah, if you're a mainstream artist, most of your most of your crowd or following is gonna be it's gonna be suburban kids. Like the real ones, like NBA Young Bull, Young Boy, fucking uh, 
G Herbo, those type of guys, they don't want to when they be like, oh, they don't want the suburban kids. I can believe it because the suburban kids ain't listening to them. Yeah, Used to well, be the baby until he got ruined. So yeah, the baby. I mean, the baby's still a real one, but like, he just he also makes the same music all the time. Fact. So that doesn't help him. Uh, speaking of TikTok, I like was pretty bored toward my end of the day, and like you know procrastinating the last thing I was trying to finish today. So I started scrolling on TikTok. Um, I saw one of Paige's uh, TikToks. It was super toxic, and I was here for it. Well, which one? Um, was that? It was something like, uh, you said you like me, and I told you that I wasn't into you, and oh. you still weren't sticking around. And I was like, that's so toxic, but let's fucking embrace it. Because that has happened to me so many times that, oh, God, that shit is so funny. But, yeah. I'm surprised that one didn't pop off, because I feel like people could definitely get behind that. Did you see the one of mine that has popped off, or that did pop off? Yeah, I think it was, like, at 100K views or something. It's fucking yeah. wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I randomly clicked on like some video, and then I got to a big deep dive of people doing TikTok reactions to like what they consider throwbacks. And I think we need to address what we consider a throwback and what's not, because these kids were playing putting up songs that were like five years old, and I don't think that can be considered a throwback. Yet. I think, like, I think at minimum, it's got to be ten years, and if it's at that ten year mark, it's got to be a classic. It can't just be like, oh. I remember that song. So I was like, oh, no, that was the shit. It depends on if it's just a throwback like thing, if it's a just throwback thing, exclusively throwback, or if it's a throwback or classic. Because there are some classics from like the last year, two, or three that you can deem a classic right now and you could put on there. But if it's just a throwback, then it's probably got to be at least, probably at least 10 years. But I feel like yeah. people might get classic and throwback confused. Because if it's a classic, it's going to one day also be a throwback. So you got to make an exception for the classics. Like biking. Biking could make a throwback playlist for me because it's a classic. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference between the types of throwbacks. Kind of like Ezra was saying. like for, for instance, like if you have a song and no matter how old you are, no matter how old anybody is, you know that song. I feel like that's a classic. But for me, a throwback is when it was like forever ago and it like takes you back to a memory or like a certain time of your life. So like all like the middle school dance songs, like those are all throwbacks because we've played them so many fucking times. But if it was like last year, that's probably not a throwback. Yeah, because there was like, there were just a bunch of songs where I was like, I mean, that was on the radio back in the day, like, again, like five years ago, but I would never consider that a throwback because that's just too soon. Yeah. Like, that's not, I'm not thinking back like, oh, like, like you said, oh, damn, remember like back in middle school, you used to listen to that or even like, damn, I remember at senior week, this was popping off and like, this is definitely a throwback. Yeah. I also, uh, I also realized because um, I started listening to old songs after one of them, and I was like, oh, I gotta listen to that. And then I got into this big deep dive of, like, emo music that people used to listen to, like File Out Boy, uh, Boys Like dance, Girls. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> that like, note. all of that shit. And I'm not even lying to you, a lot of those popular songs came out in 2009, and I think 2009 might be, like, the most emo year for, like, popping-ass songs. Yeah, 100%. 
that was like the last time that it was cool to listen to like alt music. Sadly. Like it was just really weird. Cause I was like clicking on a bunch of music videos and then I was looking at all the dates and they were all popping out in like the summer of 2009. I was like, damn, people must've been thriving back in the day. Um, all right. This one that's actually fucking hilarious as you put this in there that Trump was telling people, um, to vote, even if they vote by mail, just in case. Bro, he was telling the state of North Carolina to go <laughs> out and vote, even if they sent in their mail-in ballots, because he doesn't know if the mail-in ballot is going to get there in time. And in, if you don't think that your mail-in ballot is going to get there in time, to take double precaution and go vote in the booth on election day. And I was like, bro, like, felony alert. Because that's literally <laughs> a fucking felony to double vote. Like, what? Yeah, he was yeah, and promoting voter fraud. Like, huh? Um, is, I'm, I'm assuming, because let's be real, our voting system, it could definitely use a nice update. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's not some way that people are going to be able to double check these votes, even if there is a system, within an appropriate amount of time. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be an appropriate amount of time, which is 100% on the process. I'm telling y'all right now, we got to do it like the DMV, like I've said before. It doesn't make sense that you still have to go into a booth to vote or mail in. It should all be electronic by now. But then they're scared of the hackers, but we know how to fix that. The issue is with him doing this, saying that, only the certain type of people would get caught in this. And the double voters that he would like to catch are the Democrats. And it's gonna be hard to. I just, I just can't believe he he, he got up and told people to vote twice. I think. I it's mean, so dumb. let's not put this past him. I do think he's just trying to cause as much chaos with this to then basically say that this whole vote's invalid, and then he's, that's gonna start the bigger fucking issue. He said in his interview, the HBO interview, like a month ago, he said because the guy asked him. He was like, will you be a better sport than Hillary was? Because at first, you know, Hillary wasn't going to announce that Trump won. She was, like, calling it fraud and shit. And then, like, a day later, she was on board. And he was like, no. If, he said, if I'm to win, if I'm to lose the election, the election is fraud. And bro was like, but you're going to leave the White House. Like, what you, he said, the election will have been fraud. I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Dude, it's it's gonna get so bad come November, dude. I I can't even imagine. Yeah, that's gonna be a hectic week. And what's crazy to me is like, if it doesn't get like the mail-in ballots don't get in in time, he was kind of the one threatening to shut down the postal service. And then I feel like if a Democrat doesn't like Trump, they probably think he's a fucking idiot. So why would they listen to him in the first place? I feel like it's going to be a lot of dumbass Trump supporters that vote twice and try to like one over. I'm the complete opposite. I think it'll be a lot of Democrats because the Trump supporters, they was going to go in anyway. They don't even think COVID is a thing. They can't wait to go to election day, drive their big trucks, let their Trump flag hang in the background, stand out there so they can try to intimidate people into voting for Trump. It's the Democrats who are now worried like, damn, my vote matters. I need to do my due diligence as a citizen to get him out the White House. Wait, what if my vote don't get there in time? Those are the ones I think are going to go double vote. Oh, God. Mm. Well, actually, I'm hoping nobody double votes because it's a fucking felony. 
Yeah, I didn't think we needed to put that out there, but apparently that it's another another new day where we need to tell people do not double vote because that's not going to go well for you. You would probably be surprised the amount of people that don't know that. Yeah, it truly don't sound like Trump knew it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm now I'm about to look on his fucking uh, timeline to see if he probably said something similar about that. To be fucking honest, on Twitter. Yeah. He needs to be banned on Twitter. His ads are hilarious, though. I saw one did, yesterday watching football. Did I send y'all the one last week where we saw the whole ad is Biden talking in the background with Kamala laughing over him? <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes in and is like, I'm Trump and I approve this message. Is it from the debates? <laughs> no, it was, uh, fuck. Damn, I swear I thought I sent it. This shit is so funny. Yeah, that shit had me weak when I seen it. I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, it's it's like that video I sent you guys today of that whatever town in fucking Utah or something where they were talking about uh, they don't want to wear masks anymore and then that oh lady just God. like, Michael Brown couldn't breathe, blah, blah, blah. How are we supposed to? And that lady said, child molesters wear masks. Yo, my, she said, because child, you know what child molester loves? Masks. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, man, people are, oh, it's crazy because you don't really think about that, you know, like you're like, because I think we're all relatively pretty normal. We have different views about stuff, but none of us are at the extreme level. And then you see that shit. You're like, people are really fucking like that, man. Well, I saw I saw a whole TikTok and it was an older lady talking about how masks promote sex trafficking because it's easier to hide a child's identity. And I was like, yeah, so is like dyeing their hair, putting on pants, putting a bag over their face in general. Yeah, just like literally anything. So that's not. They'll do anything to get out of these masks. Just the audacity, man. I literally wore a mask on a fucking plane for multiple hours. You'll be fine. Oh yeah, how was that? It was whatever. I mean, I there's one point where I was like, "All right, I wish I wasn't wearing this." So I took a sip of water to get a little little air in, but you know, no, nothing crazy. Yeah. They had people like walking up and down the uh, aisles, like I don't know, probably like every 20, 30 minutes, just to make sure people were still wearing masks. Mm-hmm. So de- they're definitely not fucking around. I love to hear that. Um, did you guys also see that Joe Rogan? Tim Kennedy was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Tim Kennedy, former fighter, former like U.S. Marine, badass motherfucker. Um, he was like, "Oh, hey, Joe, like, you know, you should have the both of them on and like have them debate." And Joe Rogan was like, "Oh yeah, I'd have them on for like a couple hours, you know, live stream it, just talk about everything, what their views are, beliefs, what they're gonna do for the country." And then Trump was like, "I'll do it." Oh my god, he agreed. Yeah, Trump. Trump's all about it. That's fucking hilarious. I would love to see fucking them on Joe Rogan and just be locked in a room together for multiple hours. Because, you I, know, the debates only last for so long. So I want to see what you're actually going to talk about. I hate to see that. And I hope by no standards does it come to that. Because that takes the greatest job in the world, President of the United States. Because people forget the power that comes with being President of the United States. That takes one of the greatest jobs in the world and dumbs it down to levels of dumb that I just cannot support. How? On a Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah. Interviewing two presidential candidates. 
No, they're having a debate. They're debating the whole time. No, they just want Rogan to host. Yeah, it. that ain't the moderator I want. I want my moderator to have some, some statue, some standard. Because if that's the case, anybody with a popping podcast can then make a bid for the presidential candidates to come debate on a podcast. I mean, but presidential candidates go on multiple platforms to go out and get votes. Yeah, but they don't have full-on debates on podcasts of just popping podcast hosts. I mean, devil's advocate, though. Joe Rogan... Popping podcast, and I don't want to see Trump and Biden debate on that. Charlamagne no. got one. I don't want to see him debate on that. I think because of Trump's celebrity, we're almost, we're almost brainwashing ourselves into thinking stuff like that is acceptable. When that would never be acceptable for presidential candidates. That is true. The goalpost definitely has moved a lot since Trump's gone to office (laughs) about the things that we're used to and accepting of a president. But, um, I mean, you gotta think about Joe Rogan is a huge platform that has a super diverse, like group, like we're going right wing people, you know, we're going left wing. It's all the way over. It would be a good idea to like, I would definitely tune in to watch that. It would be relatable as all hell too. Yeah. Like trying to, Almost well, not dumb it down, but just make them more of like people rather than just like figures. I don't know. I think it'd be a good idea. I think it'd be funny as all hell too. I don't know where the funny would be because it would still just be Trump and Biden with Rogan as the mediator, which would probably just turn into a bunch of Trump disrespecting and talking over Biden in the first place. And that ain't really something I want to see in the first place. But how is that going to be different than the actual debates? Because we, we've Cause seen them debate real, before. We'll have a real mod- moderator. It'll be done in a professional setting. And we'll then at best try to control him. And even at that, you're not going to control him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So just let them go full full conversation. I think it's going to be not as much as a debate as a more an actual conversation about where they want to go with the country. Which kind of can go into a uh, segue into the topic, which we also discussed about, like, when the debates actually come around, like, what do we want to hear them talk about? Oh, that was my question. I like how you went right from that to there. That was that was a nice transition. One of our better transitions. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's what I was thinking earlier. I truly, me, I already listen to a lot of podcasts. Like, I listen to NPR and a couple other liberal podcasts. And then I would watch a shit ton of CNN, like probably about an hour or two a day, just dangerous amounts of that type of stuff. So I've heard enough about Corona in this pandemic. I truly don't really care to hear any more about the pandemic. So if that's a, to me, I don't want to hear any more of the pandemic when they start debating because I've already heard enough of it for seven months now. So that's not something I'm super interested in hearing either of their opinions on. Um, I would like to hear I, it's, I guess it's, like, kind of pandemic-related. I would like to hear their plan for, like, how they envision the country 2021 because the pandemic is here, so I would like to hear how they would plan to run the country if they're going to, like, do a federal shutdown, federal mandates, because I don't really like the different rules state to state. Not a big fan of that. Um, I'd like to hear both of them talk on racial injustice because one of these fools thinks that he's done more for the black community than anybody ever. So it'd be a good take to hear him talk about that and hear Biden get to talk on that as well. Um, And then I think I'd like to hear 
I'd like to hear some welfare reform because I've always wanted to hear a little welfare reform, but it never gets like main stage. It's always pushed to the back burner, and then you just never hear about it. What about uh, what about you, Paige? Um, I still severely think that something needs to be done about gun control. Um, nobody, I would never even imagine our country taking away guns, but something severely needs to be done about um how easily accessible they are to everyone. So I definitely think something needs to be done about that. Um, healthcare in the fact that I understand that Obamacare had a good premise behind it, um, but I still think that it had its issues. So yeah, both of those things are probably what are I'm most passionate about talking about and I would love to hear about. I think I heard an ad today or yesterday about Biden talking about how Obamacare was close to his heart. So I think he's, <clears throat> I think his platform is probably going to be something either building off that or something similar to that. I'm assuming. Yeah. A um, couple things. Those are really good things. I'm thinking about kind of just um, economics in general. Cause I mean, the stock market took a big plummet and then now it's sitting like all time highs. So like, what are we trying to do there with the stock market? Just, um, I mean, taxes is always a big thing. You know, what are we going to do tax rate? Because if Biden gets in there, it's going to be a huge, dramatic change in taxes. So I want to see what he's thinking about that. Um, social, social justice reform and, like, criminal justice reform in general is something that definitely needs to be talked about more. Um, and even, like, in a tagline on that, like, what are we doing about weed in this country still? Because, like, people are getting locked up and are still locked up for these charms, like, crimes, and then you're going state by state where, you know, it's legal and people are growing shit tons of it. So, you know, if we can get that more federally, federal alignment on that, I would like to hear that as well. That would be good. And then probably just, like, their plan for green energy. Because, you know, a lot of countries are moving towards that, and there's a lot that could be done. And it seems like we've been taking steps back left and right. So, yeah, you know, maybe some, you know, better ways of energy and just kind of saving the planet. Because, I mean, there, there's a lot of shit that's still going on on the planet. I really hope that, like, there's certain countries, I think it's like Switzerland and Netherlands that are, um, the Netherlands that are super prominent in it, but they... It's like you have to recycle. Like it is mandatory that you recycle. Um, so I don't, I don't think it'll ever be that strict in this country because everybody's so pro themselves about their choices. Um, but if there was more like recycling initiatives and making it more easily accessible for people to do so, I think that would be huge too. Yeah, yeah I'm not recycling. That's an extra step. So I can see, I can see that being hard, but on the grain and natural resources and whatnot, I think, I don't know. I don't know if Biden even knows about it. If we've been honest, I feel like he, if he has something to talk about, it could be kind of interesting. I don't think Trump would have anything interesting to say about it. Cause I truly think he'd just shoot it down. Cause it would disbehoove him. It would be unbehooving to him to talk about grain energy when yeah, a lot I mean, of his donors are big oil guys. Yeah, his whole platform is not even close to anything yeah. sustainability. So I can't. It would be shocking to hear him say anything positive in that that field. Absolutely. 
Yeah, when so is there like a set date for any debates yet? Do you yeah, know? the first one's gonna be uh September 29th. Oh, you know, a couple of weeks out, a couple of weeks out. They when? don't yet have the topics made, and I am truly hoping that welfare makes it because for 12 years now and it hasn't, and I don't understand how not. Can you submit questions? I'm assuming they're gonna they allow them, they allow you know, sometimes they take like writing questions. I just think you'd have to be very, very lucky to get your writing question in. Maybe just write in twice, you know? I'm going to write in a thousand of times. <laughs> just keep yelling welfare. Just welfare, welfare nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> the green thing is probably the thing that I, I can't imagine they won't talk about that because there's so much going on. Like, you know, we have so many fires going on on the West Coast right now that are just tearing apart the West Coast and just that whole side. So stuff like that we definitely need to address. We do indeed need to address that. Yeah, because, I mean, we have the West Coast fires going on. Remember, I think we talked about this a little bit last week with the um, the gender reveal that sp uh, sparked off stuff in California, and then Oregon's having crazy fires right now. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's that time of the year, drought season, heat waves coming through. I mean, it was like 112 in California, so. The lady on uh, NPR, excuse me, the Bless lady on NPR was talking about it, and she was saying she lives in uh, Southern California and has lived there for, like, I think she said it was, like, 10, 15 years and has never needed AC, but after this summer, she is contemplating the need to go get AC. How cold is me, it? I think it's, like, the thing where, like, they're always, like, uh, it never rains in Southern California. I don't think it gets, like, extremely hot out there, and I also don't think it gets humid out there. Because for us in Virginia, you give us 80 degrees in our humidity, and we turn in the AC on. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I just assumed most of California was relatively warm, so I don't know how you would survive that. I don't think it is, because apparently like, it's a big thing not to have AC out there. But usually in the south, like it gets warmer overall. But I guess you're right. If there's no humidity and it stays, like, let's say it's in the 70s to 80s most of the time, yeah. it's like a work. It probably could indeed work. But this heat wave took them somewhere crazy. Which mm -hmm. also blows my mind. First off, I think because of the pandemic, a lot of other things have been swept under the rug to a degree when it comes to other news. One of them would be a lot of the social injustice that is still out there. The, the Them cops still ain't arrested, so we'll, we'll put that there. And then the wildfires don't really get much attention. Louisiana got hit with two hurricanes and is about to get hit with a third this week. Yeah, I remember when those first like, two came through because my mom was like, are you guys good in St. Louis? And I was like, yeah, I don't think we're even going to get any rain from that. Yeah, they got like fucked apparently and nobody really even talked about it. Yeah, because when you sent that topic in, I was like looking stuff up and I was like, oh, they're about to get hit with shit again. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like also what's weird to me because like... Unless I don't have, like, the ability to be mobile, like, I don't have the means to move, it always interests me, people who live in areas that you know are going to get hit with natural disasters. Parts of California, where they have parts of California zoned off for natural disasters where you have to sign waivers to, like, build your subdivisions and homes there. And people still live there. You know, in Louisiana, you know, in New Orleans, every couple of years, Every year, you're going to get hit with a couple of hurricanes. But every couple of years, you're going to get hit with a terrible hurricane. 
and y'all still somehow stay there? That shit don't make sense to me. Some parts are like fucking, like the northerner you get in New York, like Western New York. I don't know how people still live up there. Like they have legit avalanches, and niggas still build their houses up there. Well, I mean, it's you got to think about it. Like, let's say you've grown up down in the south, like people who grow up in Florida. It's just something that you're raised in, so you're used to it. Like you're conditioned to be like, all right, it's hurricane season, blah blah blah. Yeah, that which makes sense. And that like, what's the that uh fuck contentness is something I think after one bit. For instance, after Katrina, how the fuck you see your friends, your families lose their homes, power go out for months and months, city was destroyed. And you decide, I want to still live here, knowing that that's going to keep happening because y'all live under sea level. Like, even if you grew up in that, at some point, you got to get to the point where you know better. If you got the means to leave, you almost got to leave. Some people don't have those means to leave. Yeah, the people who don't have the means to leave, then I understand why they're they're still there. And I do feel deeply sorry for them because they're going to keep getting fucked over and over and over again. And if you don't have the means to leave, you're probably in some of the worst conditions because you're probably living in the areas that are zoned off because they know it gets hit bad. Which is also, like, to me personally, I think that should be a goddamn crime. There's no way you should be able to build houses in natural disasters zones. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, you have that, and then you have the people who are, like, putting million-dollar homes in, like, these areas. Like, people in California who put those houses on, like, sides of cliffs where all it's going to take is one of those big hurricanes to come through and I don't care how many support beams you have going into that mountainside or that cliffside, that shit's going to fucking tumble, dude. Those people? I don't even care about those people because they had the money and they decided that's what they want to do. I almost hope you lose your house. Like, I don't give a fuck about your house. It's the ones who have, like, no means and are forced to live in these situations that I feel bad for. If you choose to build your house there, knowing what it is, like, that's dumb on you. And I don't think insurance should cover you. Like, you built your house there. This is what you wanted. You want it to be trendy. You want it to be on edge, literally. Like, no, fuck you. Your house gets taken away. Your house gone. I mean, I know a lot of places, um, like, I'm, I'm assuming it's probably the same down in, like, the south and, like, you know, hurricane areas where to get insurance for that you probably get priced out of that too. Oh, probably. So then like, if you're living like low SES, like you, you can't even afford that. So then you're just like double fucked. Cause you're like, either hurricane is going to take my house and I don't have any way of getting that shit back. Yeah. That, that shit is truly tragic because the hurricane is coming and it will indeed take your house. Paige, have you ever had to deal with like any uh, tornado stuff out there? Yeah, tornadoes really bad here. There was, I think it was in 2012. There was a really bad hurricane that came through here, but it was like an hour south of me, and it mm. completely tore down like two miles of homes. Jesus. It was it's in uh, it's East Bernstadt, which is like southwest of me, maybe. But yeah, that that one was pretty bad. See, like, I was thinking about that because I've definitely thought about this in the past. Like, all right, the coasts are difficult because, you know, down on the south and all that, you have hurricanes. Even on the northeast, sometimes you get hurricanes. East coast, west coast, you're dealing with, like, fires constantly and earthquakes. Midwest and, like, mid, you're worried about tornadoes. I'm like, where is it safe? Because let's say you go to, like, 
the north you're gonna deal with so much fucking snow and blizzards and shit like is there really an ideal spot to live at yes. in the u.s yes and i'm gonna say this and people are gonna think i'm a homer but it's proven time and time again the safest place no bullshit in america to live which everybody hates is virginia here's why we don't get snow in virginia true story there's like you might get an inch or two every couple of years we don't really get snow you still experience all four seasons you're gonna get spring you're gonna get fall you're gonna get winter you're gonna get summer we don't get any hurricanes we don't we do virginia, virginia don't get hit with hurricanes for the northeast and all that still gets hit with hurricanes it's just not as often but there's a possibility yeah, but Virginia's like the perfect in between northeast and south. I'm t- we're in the perfect spot where we really don't be getting affected by none of that. We don't get no tornadoes. We don't get earthquakes. The worst part you're gonna have to. I'm really putting my money on Virginia being the safest place to like live if that's what you're trying to avoid. The worst thing you're gonna have to deal with is our summer heat because that summer heat don't play. It's gonna wanna- get hot. It's gonna get sticky. I went ahead and looked up the safest places to live in America. Wait, can I take a guess? Yeah. Honestly, looking at the map right now, like, if you were in... Why does this thing keep happening? If you were in, like... Maybe, like, Arizona? Or, like, Utah? Not Utah. Like, no. Arizona, though. I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona's up there. Because they're, they they're not bad with the humidity, which is the thing that helps out. Don't they get hit with those desert storms or whatnot? Sandstorm? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Paige, tell us. What do you got? What do you got? All right. So the first on the list is New Hampshire. Ooh. They get so much snow. Is this like weather safe or crime safe? I just put in the safest places to live in America. Hmm. So generally. Um... After that is Maine, then Vermont, then New Jersey, then Virginia. So Virginia's top five. I'm happy Virginia's top five, but my reason to move this above all those other four, every one of those gets slammed with snow. Yeah, but snow's not like that. So I I looked up one from National Disasters. We'll go from 10 to 1. I don't like this list from what I've seen, though. 10? (laughs) Montana, so as shout out to you. Yes, sir. Nine, New Hampshire. Eight, Maine. Seven, Maryland. Six, Colorado. Five, Ohio. Four, Vermont. Three, Illinois. Two, Minnesota. One, Michigan. So it's all snow based from yeah, the, all the of those get killed with snow. Yeah, yeah, but it's not that like when it comes to natural disasters, it's not that dangerous compared to like hurricanes, forest fires, which is fair. Huh? I said that is completely fair. But for all the listeners hearing, go to Virginia because you're going to get all the benefits of not having what's on that list. Plus, you won't have fucking snow. I think. But here's the thing about these snow places, because I've talked to Anna about this before. Because they get hit with snow so often, they're so well prepared for it and they know how to handle it where it doesn't really affect your day to day. Yeah, like cousins in Wisconsin, they just take a snowmobile to school. I can agree with that. Like, living in Mansfield, they definitely know how to deal with snow. But that's probably not something you want to have to get accustomed to if I'm going to give you a place you can go where you don't have to take a snowmobile to school because it's snowing and it's cold as fuck. Yeah, a lot of these lists that I'm looking at, 
it's it's all these like Ohio, Maine, New Hampshire, that kind of stuff. Kentucky is top ten. I mean, because you all you have to really worry about is tornadoes, and I feel like tornadoes don't happen that often. They really don't. And the only other thing we worry about more often than not is flash floods. Mm. But that's oh, only what? because, because where where we're in that like Appalachian mountain range. There's so many people in Eastern Kentucky that live in literal haulers that they just kind of like drown themselves because they basically live in a bowl. Hmm. But again, they're normally prepared for it or have some kind of evacuation plan. So, and even that's not that dangerous because it happens over time. Um, Yeah. So listeners go to Virginia outside of that. Another just quick tidbit on this. I don't understand the people who get like these hurricane warnings and weather advisories and it's like evacuate now, but they decide not to. At that rate, it's like, bro, I can only send so many FEMA people to help you because you chose to stay. Like now we got to risk our lives to come save you when you need two days in advance to evacuate. See, that's, that's what I goes back to what I talked about earlier, where if you live there for so long, I'm assuming people are so conditioned to it where they don't take shit seriously because they've been told before and haven't left. But then you have that shit like Katrina where that shit that they're talking about is legit. And then you're fucked. And then you're fucked. And then we're fucked because we got to send in our people and now we got to lose more and more because you didn't take heed to the two-day heads up that was like, hey, yo, this one's bad. Leave. What? Did you hear that? I, I did not, but I heard someone say some shit. It's this TikTok that I saw last night. And it's this black gay guy on TikTok that's like blown up. He's really funny. And I saw the TikTok last night. And it's like, how many white people do I have to seduce to stop racism? Mm. Ooh, I'm looking at a list. Richmond, Virginia is number eight on uh, places to live in the u.s to avoid natural disasters i'm telling yeah i mean virginia on its own is safe as shit and richmond is the center of virginia so i can imagine that being there mm-hmm. that's where kev go to school you don't been to richmond you don't seen richmond it's it's something what's the top one i'm gonna guess somewhere in like indiana oh uh, hold on let me open that back up um uh, number one was Portland, Oregon. Don't believe that. Then they just have all of those, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's You're very progressive. Weather, yeah. Apparently, it's the largest metro in the U.S., top 10 safest to avoid natural disasters. Nice. I mean, because I don't. Do they usually get, like, because um, that, that's where up in Oregon is where all the fires are, but they usually don't have fire issues as much as. It's usually California that has that. And up in the Northwest, all it is is rain all the time. Yeah. So. Do they not get snow, too? I feel like they get snow, too. Probably. Because I mean, yeah. Washington gets a shit ton of snow. And Oregon right below Washington, right? Yeah. Yeah. Number two is uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Which doesn't make sense. See, I, whoever wrote this list got to be from somewhere where they get a shit ton of snow. Yeah, I mean, again, the only thing that I would say is the people who were used to being in snow, like you, like we've said, that's the only thing. But I don't want to live somewhere with a bunch of snow. That's yeah, not appealing to me. 
I don't mind snow, but I feel like most people don't want to live where there's a lot of snow unless they came from places where it snowed a lot. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to now, I just keep going in different lists to see if I can find one that makes me like things. Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina was number five. Minneapolis was number six. Well, it's got hit with a hurricane. Montana was number four. Let's see, Spokane, Washington. Yeah, these are all places in Washington. See, I don't know. I, I don't know. We need, we need like we need to make our own list of what we think. That's what we need to do. I think we were on the right track, honestly. I think Virginia at one. I think you were on to something when you said Arizona. I wouldn't be mad at Maryland making it too, because Maryland is damn near also just Virginia, and they don't really get hit with much weather as well. I mean, they're pretty well. I don't know because Delaware and Maryland like share that line, but I'm I mean honestly, realistically, as of late, Delaware hasn't really gotten that much snow either. I feel like snow has not been really popping down here as much. Yeah, global warming. Yeah, hey, I'm not mad at it. I don't fuck with snow. Except we're all gonna burn, but it's fine. It's no, no, no. We are not going to burn. Great, 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 great grandchildren's great, great, great grandchildren may burn. I don't know. The the Earth is currently on fire and has been for weeks. Yeah, but that that happens all the time. We, I think we talked about this one episode because they were talking about it on the NPR podcast as well about how like frowned upon air quotes wildfires are now. Wildfires have been a thing for centuries. That like is supposed to happen. The only issue is. We decided to build on top of these places, so now it's inconvenient that these forests are catching on fire because we built on them. But that is, it's that been is happening true. for hundreds of years, and it's fine. They just die out when it's done. But since we built so close to them or on top of them, it's now an issue to us because we're great takers. That's what we do well. Take. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> if, if, if you go hiking and stuff, you can see, like, those parks, those state parks, they do set their own fires. They do controlled fires, obviously. Um, but it's just part of the growth process to like burn everything to build it back up. Yeah. So, realistically, the Earth is pro-fire, from what I've heard. Big facts. But we are not, and that's where it becomes a problem. I actually, I was, I feel like it was when the fires in Australia were going on. I was listening to a podcast <laughs> talking about it, and it was a lady who was giving a very different opinion than most, but it was an interesting opinion. Her stance was that we shouldn't be allowed, like she was trying to get like legislation, that we shouldn't be allowed to stop these wildfires. Because her argument was like, stopping the wildfires is just as bad as the people who like think we're polluting the earth and causing um, global warming and shit. Because it was like wildfires for centuries and centuries have been a natural like cleansing process. So by us stopping them, we're like infringing on that. But like I said, we know the reason we stop them is because we built real close to them or on top of them. So now we've got to control these wildfires. And it was very interesting to hear. Damn, I need to look for that again. Because she had like so many like points from the opposite position. And it was like the more she talked, the more it made sense on why we should let this happen. But then the taker within me knew that like at the end of the day we can't not do something about it because there's going to be a lot of tax-paying citizens who are going to get real upset that you're letting this wildfire come towards their property and doing nothing about it i think it's also a little bit different because a lot of the ones that we're hearing about they're all man-made started so it's not like a natural fire they are mainly man-made but i think because she touched on that too I think what she was saying is, like, the natural ones 
are so hard to like come about now usually there's some that still happen but like natural ones are very hard to come about like the big natural ones because we've cut down on so much of their like territory and confined it to small areas that let's say a hundred years ago central la was where it popped off and that's where like the natural fires were starting those natural fires can't pop off in central la now because we done built central la in la wildfires are tough man it is tough because they're so very dangerous i mean you see those photos where it's like could you imagine waking up and the whole outside of your place is just red Oh, I could not. Yo, I was looking at the pictures from this weekend. California literally looked like a horror movie. Like, that sky looked scary. When I saw the first picture, I thought someone, like, photoshopped it. It was, like, trying to be artsy. And then I read the caption, and I was like, oh, shit. And then you scroll down, you see more, and you're like, what the fuck? Yo, all I'm going to really say is I feel sorry for whoever breathing that. Like, that don't look like something you need to ingest. Hey, I bet you everybody's wearing their fucking mask out there if they're going to fuck outside. Oh, I bet they can't wait to put their mask on. I mean, that mask isn't going to do shit because that smoke's getting right fucking through there. Absolutely. Yeah, because I was watching a a vlogger, Casey Neistat, big YouTube guy, and he started putting out vlogs again. He's down in California, like in L.A. They were talking about, you know, when you're even down there, when you're inhaling and like your eyes, like you can feel the burn from the smoke coming away from Oregon. Like, that's wild to think about. Oh, my gosh. They said, um, they said fucking, like, the smoke from Cali this weekend has already, like, made its way to, like, western New York. Jesus. Yeah, that shit move. So, they, they fucking up the whole world. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the world being still fucked up, we still don't have a vaccine right now, but there's reports that we could know by the end of October if the vaccine is, in fact, working. However, um, some big pharmaceutical guy said that the vaccine wouldn't be available like worldwide until at least 2024 because of production and all that. Mm, I can believe that probably makes sense. I mean, I think 2024, it's it's a big headline. Like, oh, people are not going to get it. But, I mean, that means like why it's spread around the world. Like, I think more developed countries like, you know, the U.S. and stuff like that, it wouldn't oh. be that hard to get. Yeah, we'll have it. Yeah. Fucking. 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 <laughs> Bolivia won't. There we go. I was trying to. I was like, where the fuck is he going with this? But I was trying to think of some third level Hispanic country. He's <laughs> not Hispanic, but okay. Bolivia? Bolivia is 100% Hispanic. It's in Central America. Are you sure? Positive. They speak Spanish down in Bolivia. It is in Central South America. What country am I thinking of that's in Europe? I don't know, but there definitely is something that is very similar to that. My thing is I like to list off uh, Hispanic-speaking countries now when I talk poverty. Because I think everybody associates <laughs> with Africa. I need to let them know there are poor countries elsewhere, too. Uh, I respect it. And y'all need to know that Africa is sitting on endless wealth. That the Caucasoids took from us, but that's a story for another day. Um, I think we talked about this before. Like, if there's a vaccine, I am not volunteering to get that at all. Oh, me neither. Literally, same. Because we don't even know. Like, all right, they've been rushing this. I mean, they've been doing a pretty decent job of like 
getting testing done. Like, uh, you know, I got tested on Saturday. No results yet. Could have corona, so I'll keep you guys updated on that. Who you didn't knows? go to the same-day testing? I didn't know there was same-day testing. Bro, same-day testing. Mm. Come to Fredericks, bro. We'll get you right. Yeah, I'll have to do that then. Um, but, like, if there's a vaccine, I'm going to definitely wait to see what kind of health risks come because, again, they've been kind of rushing it, so we don't really know. I mean, they stopped testing over in Oxford because there was, like, some bad results. I, it's back up now, but I don't know. You couldn't pay me to take a test right now. Not a test to take a vaccine. I need almost a year, two years so I can see what has happened to people over two years. But if you're even asymptomatic and you never know you had it, you never got tested. I think everybody should have. I would like to. I think everybody should have gotten tested at some point during this eighth month quarantine pandemic, whatnot. Because like I got tested, didn't have any symptoms, didn't think I had it. I just my boy's girl had got it, so we all got tested. I know other people who I was cool with who like went and got tested because it's forty dollars and they're gonna get you. Well, for us. It was forty dollars, and they're gonna get you results in thirty minutes. So, like, why not go get tested? Oh, uh, I was gonna say the one that we did was free. Just drive up. It's all done by the city or the state. I'm not mad at those. I just, I'm a results type of person. I don't like waiting on my results. Well, the thing is that, like, if you're asymptomatic, they're like, let's say you get tested, you don't have it, and then you go a couple weeks and you don't have any symptoms, and you got it, you never know. Like, that's true. I guess that goes into like knowing who you're around and who what, who you're around doing. Think that, I mean that's when you should probably get like a widespread like antibodies test to see if you have that in your body at some point. Yeah. Because I remember there was that article where they were talking about I think it was in the Big Ten that you know they were looking at all the students who had gotten it and they were saying like thirty percent were having like heart issues and like stuff like that. So that's definitely something that I would like to know. I couldn't agree more. I'd also say we're talking a lot about testing. Don't think that the only test you can get is Corona. Do not let these eight months fool y'all. Y'all still need to be on your STD check. <laughs> Make sure your P's and Q's is dotted and crossed. Make sure your I's and T's is dotted and crossed. Yeah. I had a girl the other day. I was just talking regular, and she was talking about how the guy she was hooking up with hit her up and let her know that he had gonorrhea. And she was like, but it's cool because he always wore a condom. I was like, damn, you never sucked his dick? And she was like, I did. And I was like, oh, you be on that kind of shit? I was like, I'm in middle school. And she was like, no, why would I? I was like, dumb bitch. Then you probably have gonorrhea too. It's very wild how people are very uninformed about sex and diseases. Because we don't talk about it. That's the issue, though. We don't talk about it. A lot of people don't want to, like, self-educate themselves. Some people might not come from, like, the home environment where they was going to learn van was going to let us know some people might not come from an environment where like their family's going to let them know and then to a degree i've got to blame a small portion of school system because it is not the school system job to raise you to make you a man to make you a woman but I, especially the more northern i come out in these rural areas a lot of their sex ed was just abstinence but if you only teach really? abstinence you've never taught them anything about like protocol or precaution or what to do in these situations, which I think long-term hurts. I thought abstinence only was down, like, where pages are in the Bible Belt. No, nah, like, that's a thing in these rural areas, too, apparently. Huh. It's it's mostly, like, the religion-based areas. So you said Pennsylvania's pretty white, right? Pennsylvania's very white. Yeah. I don't want to so say white religion, but yeah. Abstinence is, education is there. It's heavy where I am. 
But you know what? There's more teen pregnancy here than you could actually fathom. Like, it's astounding, honestly. Which also makes me think, then again, everybody go get their STD checks. We'll circle back to that. Which almost makes me think that there's probably more teen abortion down there, too. Because if you were told abstinence the whole time, I bet the very last thing you want to do is show up pregnant. Oh, no, because it's religious. Everybody's pro-life. Yeah, everybody tell you they pro-life. But don't everybody tell you why Why little Stacy spent the last summer with her grandma for three months and came back 10 pounds lighter. Ooh. She had an abortion. I don't think it takes three months to recover from that, but... It don't? But if you send your daughter away from the summer, she can't then come back two days later. There was a reason you sent her away. Mm. Oh, so just fake that she went to fat camp and lost 10 pounds. Exactly. Got it. Do you guys want to say a quick test and tell me what you think the STDs are that you can get from oral sex? STDs from oral sex off the top of my mind. I'm going to go herpes. I'm going to go gonorrhea. I'm going to go chlamydia. I'm going to go syphilis, maybe. And then I'd probably say, uh, I'd probably say you could, uh, I don't know if HPV counts. I'll throw HPV in there just in case. But I'd probably say somehow, some way, there's a chance you can contract AIDS from oral. Maybe. I don't know, 100% know. Maybe. All right, Paige, what do you got? He literally just listed all of them. Did I list all of them? I feel like I missed some. I didn't say crabs. Well, you can I was going to say herpes and um, gonorrhea. Those are my two guesses. Okay, so this is the full list. What the fuck is that? It's going to um, terrify me. I can't wait. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, okay. syphilis, okay. herpes, yes. HPV, yes. HIV, yes. and trichomyosis. Fuck. I don't know what that is. <laughs> What's the street name of that? I don't know. It doesn't have to. trick. You can get trick. I guess that's what Damn they call it. it. I, I missed that one. I My bad. I've never heard of trick. My, I, I also have it. And to the viewers, I'm sorry I let y'all down. I'll do better. I'll come with more knowledge for y'all next time. Oh, you have a musty odor? Pale green watery discharge? Oh, shit. I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't heard about oh. it. Oh. Mm. Damn, I was really close. I really missed one. I'm... Huh. Yeah, I was very impressed. You were just listening to them all, and I was like, oh, shit, you might get all of these. I thought I would. I truly thought I was going to. I knew you weren't going to get tricked. I was like, if you do that, it'd be very impressive, because I don't think that's a very well-known STD. Yeah, so uh, protect your mouths, women. Protect your mouths, fellas, because you can't get it. We are a pro-dental damn podcast. Fuck, I forgot about the dental <laughs> damn <podcast. laughs> Yo, We need to get a sponsor. Can we get a dental damn sponsor? It would be wild if I was about to get some head and somebody whipped out a dental dam. Well, dental dam is only really for like if you're going to eat out a girl. Oh, it'd just be a condom still. Yeah, it's like I'm a little stupid. It's like a little <laughs> napkin. You, you, you fluff it out, you drop it down, and then you gotta go to town. Have, you, have either of you ever used a female condom? No. I have not. Um, I wish. I wish I could say I have. Because I'm all about that pro, uh, pro, uh, she, she provide and pay for it. So I wish I could say I have, but I haven't. That looks, ugh. It looks very concerning because that is a lot of things going on inside 
I would be one of those people that would be super paranoid that it would get like stuck in my uterus. I mean, it basically looks like just a condom. It's yeah, it's literally just a yeah. female condom. No, yeah, it is, but it like goes inside of the girl instead of on the guy or some shit. I don't know how much I like that because I'm, I've I've been doing this for a long time, and I'm used to some. I'm used to a certain standard, and that might not feel right. Because I remember <laughs> the first time I was giving it to a girl who was on that who had that little little nuva ring but never rang. That <laughs> it felt weird. Like I could feel it, and I didn't like that. You could feel her birth control ring. Yes, I yeah, was, it's it's an interesting thing to feel. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love it. <laughs> I was like, "What's what's going on here?" That's fucking hilarious. Oh, not everybody can though. We'll leave it at that. Hmm. That's for all you small dick niggas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no, that's so fucking funny. Would you get on a male um, birth control if they were giving them out? Absolutely. I'll be the very first one to sign up for. I would get on the male birth control while she's on her birth control. That's how Double much down. I don't want an accidental kid. What would you would you want a pill? Would you want something they put in your arm? Is would you want something they put on like up your dick? Like what are we talking here? Um up my dick is a hard no. <laughs> so that's um in my arm, probably not either. I I could probably uh I could probably live if they put it in my arm. I don't really want it in my arm. I'd probably take the pill if that was an option. Don't they do, like, injections? Mm, yeah, they do do injections. I'd probably just take the needle every once in a while. However mm. frequently that needs to be. I feel like the arm ones would be weird, because I know a girl who had it, and she'd be like, oh, feel this. And it's just weird. It's just, like, in yeah. there. I, I, I got a lot of girls trying to shut it off. I'm like, all right, bitch, like, cool. Yeah, it's a nice party trick. Oh, hey, look, <laughs> feel my arm. Cool, got it. Is, which one is the most effective? Is it the pill or is it that little arm thing? The arm. I feel like is what about the thing that you pop up there? The the fucking oh, the IUD. The, yeah, IUD. Though there's so many cases of those like puncturing people's uteruses. Mm. Oh, I've actually heard about that. I know a shorty that happened to. Yeah, I ain't, the IUD ain't it. Yeah, and there was one girl I know in college. She literally pulled hers out. What? Yeah, pulled it out, put it in the trash can. I was standing in the bathroom like, "This is." Y'all are on something, Jesus. She was drunk as shit, and I was just like going in to use the restroom. Yeah, I feel like, oh my bad. No, you're good. I feel like I have so many questions about the new ring and never rang because my issue with that is <laughs> like, I I heard it's super efficient. My only thing is like. I can feel it, so I don't love that. Also, how are they getting that out? You got to go to a doctor. That's all doctor stuff. Yeah, you go in and, like, clamp it to where it kind of folds in on itself. Oh. And then just pull it out. Oh. Have you, have you like, heard anybody talk about those menstrual cup things? You said a cup? The menstrual cup, yeah. What is a menstrual cup? Holy shit, you have Okay. So, they're trying to, like, more make more eco-friendly sustainable ways to like deal with period blood uh -uh. Instead of, like tampons or whatever there's a silicone cup that you have and you literally fold it in half and shove it up there and then let it go and it like suctions 
and then you can keep it in there for like literally forever and then you eventually have to pull it out and how long can you leave this in they say maximum like 12 hours oh this is nasty because now you've got to pull out a, uh, mm. does it have a string attached it has like a not a string but it has like a little plastic piece at the end like the, it's made of the same silicone and that's what you have to pull it by i'm mm. not gonna lie to y'all Y'all do whatever y'all want. Power to y'all. I hope y'all find what works best for y'all. But don't ever let me walk into my bathroom when I have a guest over and see <laughs> that she's plopped her silicone full of blood into my trash can. Because that's probably not something you can no, flush on my toilet. It trash can. It would go in the toilet. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, sometimes I take a big shit and my toilet don't flush. So I'm not letting you flush that down my toilet. So if you're listening and you got one of those, just don't use my bathroom. My thing is, like, if you're in the public restroom trying to use one of those, how are you going to wash it off to put it back in? Mm. Wait, wait a second. Touch. Are you saying that you reuse this? It's silicone. Yeah, it's silicone. Uh -uh. It's I just thought we was re-throwing out the silicone every time. No, hell no. <laughs> oh, God. There's got to be some way you're getting an infection. I, someone's not gonna rinse it out all the way. Blood's gonna be left in it from last period. They're gonna get something. No, hey, oh fuck, no. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it couldn't be me. I'll probably never use one. But oh my god! I crazy. get like the whole, I get the whole like premise. But to me, it would just be so inconvenient at all times. What are you supposed to do? Rinse it in the bathroom toilet as you flush? No, you would have. You would literally. You taste the sink. Yeah, gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. If my shorty in the bathroom and she see you rinsing your period blood in the sink, I hope she fights you on site. <laughs> what? I wash my hands in there. If you liked our our reaction to this, we're eventually gonna do a podcast where Paige and a friend explain to us a bunch of things that we don't comprehend about women. So this will this is a little taste for that. Oh shit! Yeah, I need to start writing down topics. Oh, that's nasty. Um, all right, two more quick things. As give us your little quick bite on landlord responsibilities. What happened? What did your landlord do this time? <laughs> she thought she got over on me. <laughs> so I don't know if I told y'all my stove don't work. I found out last Tuesday. Had my bacon out. I got up early. Had my bacon out. It was like seven o'clock. Had my eggs scrambled. I was about to fuck it up. And then I went to go start my stove. Shit don't work. So I wasted three eggs, put the bacon back in the container because I'm going to say that. Wasted three eggs that I hope she reimburses me for. Texted her and I was like, hey, yo, like my, my, my stove don't work. Hit her later in the week about something else. She responded immediately. Hit her on Saturday and I was like, hey, my stove just still don't work, by the way. And she replied, okay, just ordered a new one. I'll let you know when the delivery is coming in. And that's when I knew. It clicked. I said she tried to get me. Here's why. A new oven, stove, whatever we're going to call it. A new oven gonna run at least twelve eighteen hundred dollars. There's no way any land, and I've had this landlord for three years now, and I know her. But there's no way any landlord in America is gonna commit to a twelve to eighteen hundred dollar purchase without at least coming to look at it. So the fact that she never even came to look at it lets me know that she knew the stove didn't work when I moved in. Mm, she was just waiting for you to, to yeah, give her that like, text. Did she never think I was going to cook something? That's crazy. It's gone this long, though. That you, you've been there for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, on Tuesday, that would have been... I was up there for like nine days at that point. So I had to go on mm. nine days without cooking. And I was using the oven. For, like I was making wings, and I made 
it was literally just wings and uh, pizza rolls. Mm. So, yeah, I didn't even need it. And then I had some sandwich stuff. So by the time I got around to cooking, I was like, what? But I told my mom this story, and my mom was like, oh. And she was like, so where'd she come up on you? And then I explained it to her. I was like, mom, like, that's a twelve eight hundred dollars purchase. And she didn't even want to come look at it. I was like, my landlord, for the last two years, been quick to come show me that something is still workable. When my, freezer <laughs> st- when my freezer wouldn't keep stuff frozen, she came there real quick to try to adjust the settings, plug it in on a different outlet, all that. Never even fixed it, didn't replace it. But all I say is the stove don't work. Is she ready to buy a new one? She knew. Whole time she knew. That's wild. So then I was just thinking of other like schemey things that landlords are responsible for that they've gotten over on people with. Because that one was, I, oh, gosh, she really got me. That, ooh. Remember in college, uh, our dishwasher wasn't working? I don't know. Did that house, like, the, the pie thing was so weird where, like, so many things were so connected where one thing fucked up, like, a bunch of shit did. I think, like, something happened with that. And then he tried to charge us to come fix it. And he did, like, one thing. I was like, dude, get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to pay you when you move to one thing. Get the fuck out of here. Was this your landlord? Yeah. Yeah, you're not fucking charging me for fixing something that's wrong. That that ain't gonna work. Yeah. That's the section I look the hardest in when I look at the leases and shit. Well, I've had this one for three years, and then my place back home I had for one year. But that's what you gotta look at the hardest. Because sometimes they will try to charge you, like, fees for, like, fixtures and shit like that. I'm like, bro, like, this is your house. This shit don't work. It's your job to come fucking fix it. Yeah. I bring down the move with my landlord just died. Oh, yeah, because you were walking to the other guy who's, like, also old as shit, too. His son. Yeah. I never know what to say when people say things like this because <laughs> I don't know him, and it's not like it. When people say somebody dies, it's always weird because I don't want to be like, oh, I'm so sorry because I'm not, and I don't want to, like, be fake <laughs> to you. But then I don't want to just say nothing. It's just weird. I just wanted it to be low-key, kind of awkward since we were talking about landlords. <laughs> but, it's true like whenever someone says like oh like this died it's like do you want to be like that like my mind is like do you want console but like also why are you putting that out there like do you just want the attention to let people know that somebody you die like it's weird or do you yeah. need to talk about it to like comprehend it yeah so like hey <laughs> that it's, and it's like mm-hmm. when you're like crush gets a boyfriend or like a friend that you've been like, trying to strike it off with, gets a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and, like, they tell you, like, oh, I'm with so-and-so now, it's like, uh, okay, I cool. Like, what you want me to say? Because you ain't go here, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, Porch Talk Sports Talk. Um, We're back. We are back. Week one. Here's the thing now. We have to make it to week two. Like, are we going to have corona issues? No, we're good. That's what I'm hoping, so. It was. It's a tough week for our locks of the week. Pages is the only one that's still currently alive because we're recording on Monday, so that game starts real soon. So we got to wrap this up. Absolutely. Um, Steelers. I think the Steelers will beat the Giants, so that should be a lock. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But as I've learned this week, ain't nothing a lot no more. Yeah. Uh, you know, shout out the Eagles gave up twenty-seven points unanswered after being up seventeen-zero. Love to see that. The Redskins did look nice from what I kept seeing. Bro, Chase Young is I mean, he's gonna live up to the hype. I didn't I don't like I didn't think he was gonna be a bust at all, but he looks fucking good out there, man. Absolutely. Um Falcons played a 
played a tight one with the Seahawks. I mean, it's hard to gauge when you play a team like them. It's kind of like when you play like the Chiefs, like the Chiefs, Houston. It's hard to gauge if your team is really that bad because they're really that good usually. So week two will be a better gauge for us. I don't think it gets any easier. Um, I mean, people don't realize it, but the Seahawks play strangely good on the East Coast. Like them against the spread and just playing on the East Coast in general, especially early games, really good. Don't know why, but they're just good. Yeah. Yeah, fucking trying to think. Cowboys lost, which I love to see. Played a tight game. Makes me think the Rams are going to be better than I thought they were because that defense was good. Yeah, Jared and I mean, Goff looked good. Yeah, Robert I mean, you texted Woods me that first good. drive, like, yeah, that, that's what was perfect. Yeah, Woods gets a lot of work, which I'm kind of angry because last year when I had him on fantasy, he wasn't getting fucking touches like that. <laughs> fucking, I, th- I feel like my takeaways from the NFL, at least, the Saints aren't as good as everyone thought they are. I think they beat a Bucks team that is still bad right now, made a lot of mistakes. I don't think the Saints are as good as everyone thought they were. The Rams are better than people thought they were. And the Browns are worse than anybody could have imagined. They are what we I listen, they are what I thought. Because this was the, this is the same thing that happened last year. Everybody was high on the Browns, blah blah blah, and then they were like under eight wins last year. I thought it was finally gonna pan out. They stopped running so early, and Chubb was doing good along with Kareem Hunt, so I don't know why they stopped that. Bro, I was talking to Kev while the game was on, and I was so – there was one play – there was one point in the third quarter where they came out of halftime. They threw the ball to Odell four straight times for him to catch nothing but the one that he caught and stepped out of bounds on. Yo, let me ask you something. How was how Mayfield looking yesterday? Because I didn't watch the game. Was he Mayfield looked like, like What was going on? Really? He was missing throws. He was throwing low. Fucking. He was making fucking Jarvis work way too hard to catch balls. Baker looked like shit. And then he got to the point in the third quarter where Odell had one catch for three yards. I think he finished with two for like 11 yards. So, yay me. Now I'm trying to fucking trade that balls off my fantasy team. He got to the point where he just started forcing Odell to ball. He threw it to him four straight times with no completions. Like, what are you doing? Now, was it? Is it just Baker's just not as good, I mean, as we think he is? Or was it kind of similar to, like, the Redskins where, like, the defensive line and, like, the defense was just clicking and getting pressure on him? There were times Odell was open, Jarvis were open, the commentators were talking about it. I think Baker is just not as good as we thought we were. he was. And I also think, even though he says it's no problem, him and Baker are boys, you can be boys with someone and not work well together. I think having Odell is the worst thing for him. Because he was good that year where he had, um, like, Callaway and Landry and all them, where he was getting Landry the ball and then just throwing to the open receiver. I feel like in his head now he knows, I got to get Odell his touches because Odell's going to get upset or the media going to be on my ass after the game. Why didn't Odell get the ball? So I feel like he goes in the game thinking that shit, and that's how you throw Odell, Odell 11 targets and he catches two balls. All right, here's the thing, though, because this is the same thing that happened with the Giants. Where can Odell go that he's going to be successful? Um, I think he's got to go to a team with either a strong veteran quarterback who knows what he's doing, which right now there is not a ton of those in the league because a lot of the veterans are getting old, and then the younger quarterbacks are like coming to their own. I think he could work with a Russell West, Russell Wilson, 
the issue would be Russell not going to throw you the ball as much as you want because there's a lot of games where they don't even throw that much and it's him scrambling and shit like that. He might go quarters without catching the ball. So I don't know about that. Um, that or he's got to go to a team where he's the clear number two. He's got to show up to it. He could probably work with the Steelers. I think the Steelers would work. I don't see him getting there anyway. I think he could work with the Steelers. Um, he's got to go to a team where he's the clear number two, where the other wide receiver is a dog and is regarded as a dog. He's got to come be a Falcon. Bro, this is the issue, man. The Falcons have this issue. The Cowboys have this issue, and so do the Browns. Just off the top of my head. There's too many options. Too many options, and that's the main issue. Well, us, though, we don't have, like, too many. We've got a good amount of options. Calvin Ridley was good, and Cage stepped up big. Julio's our clear number one. But also, Julio played with fucking Muhammad Sanu in his prime. He also played on that team where it has Sanu, and it had all the speedsters on it. Julio don't – he's not like fucking Odell in them where he need 10 targets a game or he going to bitch. You could throw Julio four balls for 50 yards and Julio straight. He done done everything he wants to in this league. But I don't think Odell would mess well because in our system, it's always been you're going to throw to the open receiver so get open. And if, you, if you're not the one to play call for, it just ain't for you. And that's why it's tricky to find out where Odell would fit. I truly think his best fit right now would probably be with the Steelers. Because Big Ben kind of a dickhead, and he's going to throw what he want. Juju's good, but he's not great, so having a number one would help him. And I think mm, I think Tomlin is strong enough coach to keep him keep him focused. Mm, I don't know, man. I mean, he's not as bad as A.B. But... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not as bad as A.B. And Tomlin kept A.B. focused for like nine years. So That's true. Yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at the scores from yesterday, and I'm trying to look at teams, and I'm like, I just don't know where this will work at. Yeah, I, I mean, the Patriots could use a wide receiver, but Cam's a lot already. The Patriots could. Cam is a lot. And I don't think he would get the type of passes he thinks he was. They Cam completed 15 passes of 19 yesterday. Bro, so he was running only, the ball. If we only throwing it 15 times, we probably only throwing it to you on the outside as the receiver three or four times. Odell, because I was listening to uh, Barstool podcast, part of my take, and they have Dion on in the mornings now because Dion's part of Barstool. They were asking him, like, you know, did you talk to Odell? And he was like, I talked to him, and, uh, you know, he just wants to win, man. He wants accurate passes, and he wants to win. So that's why I wanted to see see how Baker was doing yesterday. I'll tell you right now, accurate passes is something that needs to be asked for. I was like, bro, what the (laughs) fuck are you throwing to? But that is also crazy. It feels like Dion is everyone's big brother. Bro, he he he's something, man. Ain't a player in the league who don't got Dion's number. Bro, let's see. Uh if the you trash, you know. So uh we were we watched this live where Joe Burrow got robbed of his first NFL win because a fucking kicker shanked a punt and then faked an injury. I don't believe he hurt his cap at all. I hate that shit, man. Fucking Bro Bro did a good job in his NFL debut. You stole him the chance for overtime. Bro, that call on AJ Green for the OPI? I thought that was kind of pussy, but and he on my fantasy team. I needed him to bring that down. Um, can we address Tyrod Taylor went 16 for 30 yesterday for 208 yards with no touchdowns? Yeah, it's time for my boy to come in. Um, yeah, and also, fuck um, – oh, God. I'm Anthony Lynn. 
Because my boy Eckler only got 19 uh, runs and only got one pass thrown his way. What the fuck, Anthony Lee? Bro, I need these fantasy points. And Bro. Who else do I have? I have Keenan Allen. I got to trade this. I have too many people on the same team. I realize that now. Yeah, that's like rule number one. Also, I'm trying to get rid of Ronald Jones. If anybody want him, I'll package him with Odell. Give me a strong, give me a strong running back, and they're yours. Wasn't Ronald Jones decent yesterday? He got me ten points, but it that's not what you need from a running back, huh? You need more than that from a running yeah, back, especially since he's my number two. I I need twenty one points tonight out of Josh Jacobs to win. Mm. I'm not fucking Josh Jacobs. Who the fuck I got? <sighs> See, there's Saquon, Derrick Henry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll um, be fine. My issue is during like the game, you can see the Bucks went away from him and already started riding Leonard Fournette. So he's not gonna be the number one much longer. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, before we get off this, man, because the Clippers got forced into a game seven. Bro. Every one of his teams lost yesterday. It was beautiful. Oh yeah. I mean, it's probably I mean, again. He did preface his bad comments last week, but, uh, you know, it's still probably bad karma coming his way. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think I would like to see the Nuggets win. Oh, so would I. Um, it seems like Paige is on her way to the gym, I'm assuming, so let's wrap this up. So <laughs> I will be, yeah. We can all, so let's do some uh, music and TV. Oh, I just restarted New Girl, and then... Because it's just classic. And then there's a new season of Love Island USA on. So I've been catching up on that every day. Um, as far as music, what have I been listening to? Oh, I rediscovered the song Room to Breathe by Yumi at Six. That one is a throwback to me in like maybe middle school or early high school. And I redownloaded Apple Music on my phone and it is doing things for me. Hmm. Um, TV wise, fuck. I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's it's Zac Efron show on Netflix. He's like going to a bunch of different countries and stuff. Yeah, down to earth. Yeah. Um. There's one about water. I watched like the first ten minutes. I was a big fan of that. Oh yeah, all the episodes are good. I also heard that there's a new thing on Netflix, The Social Dilemma, that just dropped a couple days ago. Supposed to be a really good documentary. Oh okay. Um, Ez is not here, but he's still been watching the grass. He's on season four, so that's all you need to know. And uh, I think that's it. So we're going to wrap this podcast up. Thank you for listening. As always, we appreciate you. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, all the social medias, Porch Talk No A. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to record a Friday episode or Saturday or happy hour, whatever. We'll have to see what happens this week. Um, but if not, we will be back next week for sure. And again, we appreciate you. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, all that. We'll be back next week. Peace. Yeah, we all gonna die. I was worried to be honest, but it's all going right. When I first laid eyes, I was awful and tight. And I might be off something, but I'm all in now. I'm bored in the house, and I'm in the house, boy. Boy, bored in the house, and I'm in the house, boy. Boy, bored in the motherfucking house, boy. And I'm bored in the motherfucking house, boy. 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 Motherfucking house, boy. Bored in the motherfucking house, boy. Motherfucking house, boy. Nine in the streets.
niggas riding in the streets. Try the police, then we sob and repeat. I done seen this like a hundred million times. Seen a white light, get a black nigga shot.